Dan Richardson, US correspondent. Hey, Dan. Hello, hello. All right, we've got the first Republican debate taking place tomorrow. Donald, Ch- uh, Donald Trump's not there. Why not? Well, uh, he says he doesn't have to be there. He doesn't need to be there. Um, he is not going to be on stage, but I'm guessing he's still going to take some of the limelight because he's already recorded an interview with uh, former Fox uh, host Tucker Carlson for the uh, new platform on X, what we you know still call Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's likely to steal some of the thunder away from the other candidates. Uh, we've got eight people on stage. Uh, four other candidates didn't make the cuts. They're complaining about the rules. You have to get at least 1% of three national polls on there, so we won't see four of the uh, lower-placing candidates on there. But, you know, it'll be interesting. I think without Trump stealing the limelight on stage, we might learn a, a little bit more about the, the the other eight candidates up there. Uh, is, it, is, is, it, is it possible that the real reason that he's not there is because he's turning himself in tomorrow? Uh, he's going to turn himself in the day after tomorrow, oh, right. which is very interesting because <laughs> what we've just learned actually this afternoon is he has negotiated to turn himself in during prime time because he wants to create a circus. He wants the most publicity he can get. So as part of the negotiations, he will, uh, he will turn himself in during prime time for the cable networks over here. Uh, he'll get booked in. Usually you get your picture taken, you get a mug shot, you get your fingerprints, you get your weight and your height out there. Supposedly his, his legal team has filed this motion to remove, um, you know, so he doesn't have to have his mug shot taken. We don't know that for certain or not, but you look at how this plays out and how this week is unfolding. I mean, it doesn't show up on the GOP debate on Wednesday. He does the interview on X. Then the next day he's riding a wave. He turns himself in. And what does that do? I think that's going to gain even more support and sympathy from the voters. And if it does change anyone's mind, I mean, it might just be a handful of people that are looking for a Biden alternative in the GOP field. But I think it's it's hard to think anybody that's not a Trump supporter now is going to say, well, I'm not going to support him now that he's been booked. Yep. Fair enough. Hey, what's going on with Gen Z? Why are they looking for all the sad music? Ah, uh, boy, that's a good question. I mean, according to Spotify, it's just been this bummer of a summer for them. Uh, they're looking for sad songs on the site more than any other generation. It is the most searched term on Spotify's global service. They announced this on a blog uh, uh, post uh, today, and they said they have now, as a result, come up with all these different sort of sub-channels, like the sad crying mix, sad love song mix, sad rap mix. And they said that it's just... Uh, I guess these are designed to help normalize their same feelings of humanity, and that includes a what, variety of songs. What does that, that I, sentence mean? Listen to yourself. Normalize I, feelings of humanity. I, that's a quote I just read. I don't know what that means. They, 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 moody? Soul-filling? Did Spotify write that sentence? They did. Yeah, that was a quote. I need that, that on a, a T-shirt, don't you? Uh, I'm, you feel, could. I'm normalizing yeah. my feelings of humanity, as in I'm having a cry. Copyright 2023. Um, and they said that only about 25% of people are actually sad when they listen to sad music. You know, I never really thought about it. I guess every once in a while, if you want a good cry, you can listen to, you know, blues or something really sad. But um, it's, it's, you know, it's just another reflection of this, this generation. And I, I asked my, my, my daughter just before I went on, I said, what do you have to be sad about? And she says, well, the economy. I said, but your mom and I are paying for you right now. Yeah. She says, well, politics. I said, you're not old enough to vote. And she says, well, I guess we don't have a lot then, do we? She didn't say climate change. Which Actually, most, she did say yeah, climate change. You can't she, forget that. That's the, that really weighs heavily on the young people. It does. Yes, yeah. it does. All right, Dan, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Dan Mitchinson, U.S. correspondent. That's what I'm going to say to Iggy this evening when he undoubtedly packs another one of his terrible two tantrums. I'm going to say, it's okay, Iggy boy. You're just normalizing your feelings of humanity.
And at that point, I'll just probably jump off the balcony or something to normalise my own feelings of humanity. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.